Thank you, Jesus, for the grace that you have given me. I could never repay you, but from my heart, I'd like to say that I. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the grace that you have given us. From us, we'd like to say that we thank you. Let us thank the Lord one more time. Thank you for the privilege of His presence, the privilege to be called His own, the privilege to know Him. Let us thank the Lord and appreciate Him for the grace He has given to us, the privilege He has given to us to be amongst those who can make up to call on to him. Let us thank him. He's been a faithful God. He's been a dependable God. He's been reliable all these days. He has never failed us. He's not about to fail us. He's a gracious God. Father, we just thank him. We appreciate you, Lord. It's a privilege. Lord, ask the Lord to, 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 to speak his word into our hearts to revive us by his truth, to send a word in season to us this moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we worship. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. So this morning, we want to look at uh, us briefly. Arise, shine. That's just the theme of this exhortation this morning. Arise, shine. Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine. Not arise and shine. It's arise, shine. So, Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. Say, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this morning we have been encouraged to arise, shine. So there's a connection between shining and arising. Shining will not happen unless there's a rising up. But more importantly is the fact that there is a reason why we should arise and shine. And we are privileged that already we are amongst those who are permitted to arise, who are permitted to shine. Because why? Say, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Mm. So it is like Many of us are not arising to shine 
even though we have the conditions to, even though we have been equipped to, even though we have a God who is already on our side, just like the Israelites, God told them, have we the promised land? It is now yours to go and conquer. You know, yes, there was a time that they were in Egypt, eating hand out. There was a time that they were in the wilderness, you know, having manners. But it came to the time God said, now it's no longer the season of manners. Many of us are no longer babes in Christ. God is saying, here is the promised land. I've given it to you. You go and conquer. So here, the word of God is being said to us, say, arise, shine. Why? See, for your light's already come. The glory is already written upon you. So we have the preconditions to arise and shine. We have the word of God, which is the light of God. We have God himself. And reverse, you know, but go to even first. The, the verse 2, it says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross and cool. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, mm-hmm. and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. So, Amen. because when God rises upon us, are we ready to reflect that, that light? That's the question this morning. Are we ready to repeat, to cascade that light? Because he's saying that if God has arisen, it is not good enough that we are no longer rising. Mm. And little wonder sometimes when God rises over us and we don't rise, then God cools down as it were. When we don't key into what God wants to do, many times God is, you know, we, we are not in, in God's frequency. We're not tuned ourselves enough to be at the same pace with God. You know, just like when you are marching, like back in the days when you know, we used to march in school. You know, if someone is leading the march, you got to match the pace of a leading the march. If you don't, what happens is that right person pace down so that you can catch up with him and all of that. I hope that we are not allowing God to pace down because we are not catching up with him. He said, arise, shine. So that's the mandate we have. And my prayer this morning is that whatever has been, you know, hindering us, Whatever has been trying to deshine us as we connect with God again this morning, that we will start to rise, you know, Amen. to new heights in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Rise to new heights in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And that verse 3 says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings the brightness of thy rising. Amen. So, except we rise. Oh, many things will not happen. Except we rise. Oh, there are many kings of the Gentiles. There are many Gentiles, unbelievers, in our families, outside our family, in our neighborhood, waiting for us to rise. And no wonder the Bible tells us that the endless expectation of the creature is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God mm. and daughters of God. Because our a lot of people's, you know, rising, depends on us. He said that the Gentiles shall come to their light and kings, they will come to what? To the brightness of your rising. So as we rise, we become brighter. As we rise and shine, we become brighter. Amen. And then we can also give, transmit light to many people who need the light. Or oh, needless to say, 
that we are living in, in the world is dark. Needless to say that there's darkness around. Maybe the darkness is even getting worse as the, as, the, as the coming of Jesus approaches. But it is also the fact that God is able to make us shine even brighter. In fact, the Bible says somewhere that, he said, he said where, where, I think it's Romans 5 verse 20. He said, where sin abound, say grace did much more abound. So as we see wickedness, as we see things that, you know, agitate our hearts, it is also the fact that God is able to make grace much more available for us. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As that wickedness increases, you know, God is also able to make us tune up. I say yes. You know, when the when when the when the king Nebuchadnezzar when he told the when he told the the report to increase the heat upon those three Hebrew children. Oh, as they increase the heat. Oh, I think those children got even happier inside the fire. The, 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 the son of man was with them. It didn't matter. So as darkness step up, God is able to step up with us. God is able to make us match up with Amen. darkness as we arise and as we shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So just a few, about three points, three, four points about, you know, when we say we should arise, what does it really mean? You know, how can we express, you know, what are the things that, you know, need to, to happen to us, you know? So the first one I would look at is what I would say, to arise is to awake. To arise is to awake. You know, I don't know how it is with us, but it is possible that, you know, there are areas in our lives where, you know, there's a need to wake up, as it were. If you look at Isaiah 52, Isaiah 52, verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 52, verse 1 and 2. He says, Awake, awake. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garment, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth they shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the doors. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Lose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, so we want to arise. You know, we talk about somebody sleeping, slumbering, who needs to wake up. And one of the messages this morning, Lord wants us to, to take home and pray about is the fact that, yes, we are Zion, we are Jerusalem, but it is possible that there's a slumbering somewhere, there's a sleeping somewhere. And that's why, if you look at that verse 1 of Isaiah 52, that's why you can talk about it, say that, henceforth they shall no more come unto the uncircumcised and the unclean. There's some things that, you know, you as a believer, you, you get worried about or provoked about that's, that happens um, around us. Sometimes not that you are sinning or something, maybe in the family, maybe with the children, maybe with the neighborhood, and you just tell yourself, why is this happening around me? Why is this comfortable around me? Like we used to say, that you will never see a fly 
perched on a hot stove. You know, the same thing with us. Maybe we need to increase our temperature a bit. Maybe we need to sleep less. Maybe we need to wake up a bit more. Maybe we need to be a bit more conscious of some things. Maybe we need to be less permissive of some things. He said, awake, awake. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Is it possible that Zion, you know, lay down his strength? Is it possible that Zion forgot who he or she is? Is it possible that Zion took things for granted? He said, awake, awake. Say, put on thy strength. Uh, many of us know that except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. So except we have any other source apart from God, we know that really we just need to step up with God in the place of prayer. We need to wake up in the place of righteousness, to wake up, to stand strong in our convictions, in our core values. Ah, every time, everywhere, Satan attacks our values. He attacks the things we stand for. He wants us to go to sleep. He wants us to slumber. But we should not permit that in our lives. So one of the things I'm going to pray about this morning is telling the Lord, the Lord, everywhere I've been permissive, I've been sleeping. Lord, wake me up. Amen. You know, Amen. the Lord will wake us up. The Lord will help us. Amen. You know, in the name of Jesus. Everywhere we, we are not as sharp as we used to be. He says, shake thyself from the dust. Arise. Are we, you know, what dust is it that is dead in us? He said, we should arise from it. We should not settle for that. He said, arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. <laughs> loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. God forbid that any of us is under any kind of captivity. That means the daughter of Zion can be a captive, can be, can be captured. The son of Zion can be captured. He said, but don't, that is not your destiny. That's not your destination. He said, lose yourself from the bands of the neck. He said, deliver yourself. Don't permit it. Don't allow it to, to, to don't normalize it. Don't, don't understand it. You know, those who God understands, um, you know, we, we just, you know, we we'll, uh, we'll just manage it. He said, no, let's do the minimum. So to arise, you know, if it, okay, let, let me let me get this point. I think it's another point that, you know, I, I wanted to, while I prepared for this, that impressed in my spirit. is Genesis 28, verse 16. Genesis 28, verse 16. Still on this point of, you know, Genesis 28, verse 16. So on this point of the Lord helping us to awake, you know, in the place of the Spirit. Uh, so, so, so in Genesis 28, verse 16, we see what happened with, uh, you know, our patriarch, you know, Jacob. He's talking about when, you know, the, the Jacob slept and the ladder that connected, you know, he slept in better, the house of prayer. And then there was a ladder that connected from heaven, you know, you know, you know, and all of that. And verse 3 said, and Jacob awoke out of his sleep 
And he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. See, Jacob awake out of his sleep, out of his slumber. And the, the, the more telling thing here, he says, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. So there was, there was something he did not know. There was something that, he, 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 you know, it, it didn't connect to him that God was there. But thank God he woke up. He said, I did not know that God was here. I did not know that God was here. Yeah. Surprise to him. And it could have consequence sometimes when we don't know what we carry. When we don't know who we are. When we don't know the presence of God that is with us. Sometimes you could disadvantage yourself. Jacob woke up from his sleep. He said, God is here and I did not know it. How come did not know? So we need to ask the Lord to help us, to sensitize us, to help us not to be asleep in any form. In Jesus' name. Amen. So to arise is to also take a stand and to stand out. And that's what we see in First Samuel 17, verse 26. To arise is to take a stand. Is to, is to, is to stand up for ourselves and for God as well. And that's what we see in that uh, popular story in First Samuel 17. We just read that... Um, Verse, you know, 26. So, uh, you know, so I can get time to pray. Uh, so, you look at that story and you look at that young man. Age does not matter here. Say, and David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done? That's First Samuel 17 26. Mm-hmm. So, and David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine mm-hmm. and taken away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So David stood out. He arose and stood out for God. Confront the giant that was intimidating, abusing the God of Israel, reproaching the God of Israel. David said, I cannot take this. Now, at this point already, Mind you, David is already anointed. David has something inside him, just like all of us. We have God in us. We are carrying an unction. And David could not stomach this reproach. So he stood up. He rose up. So to arise is to stand up and confront the reproaches. It will be like a giant around trying to reproach the family, reproach the church of God, is for us to rise up, to take a stand, you know, in, 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 in our conviction, in the place of prayer. So David stood up and said, no. And that's the same thing that happened in 1 Kings 17. Look at verse 1. 1 Kings 17, verse 1. It was still in that time 
Oh, we had this wicked woman in the land, Jezebel. We had King Ahab in the land. In 1 Kings 17, verse 1, say, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto her, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before we must stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this year, but according to my word. He said, before whom I stand. If you stand with God, you can stand against anybody. If you stand with God properly. And he rose up. Because why? The worship of Baal was in the land. There was a reproach in the land. Jezebel has, you know, planted the worship of Baal in the land. With the king supported. And Elisha stood with God enough on the God permitted him, and he went out and gave a decree. So he rose up. So what reproach is around? How do we perceive the country? Oh, we are in Ireland. How comfortable are we with the society, with the godlessness, with sodomy, all of those things that happen to Arise is to take a stand for God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And again, to take a stand, we want to do more things. To arise is to build. And we'll see this in Nehemiah chapter 2. To, to, to arise is not to uh, permit ruination. It's not to, to stand by while things are falling apart. So there was this uh, brother Neymar who could not stomach things falling apart. He saw the walls of Jerusalem, they were down. And Neymar could not stomach it. And many of us need to rise up. You know, sometimes in the home, somebody says, my husband, my husband is the leader, he should take control. Some people say, oh, well, you know me, I'm very busy, my wife coordinates things, and things are falling apart. The walls are broken down. The Bible says that if the edge is broken, serpent will strike. You know, walls, you know, controls are no longer there. And nothing is, you know, things appear before falling apart. Nehemiah could not stand it. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17 to 20, I'll not quickly read. Then said I unto them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem light wastes. And the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that we had spoken unto me, that he had spoken unto me. And he said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. But when Sambalat, the Horonites, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonites, and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it. They loved us to scorn yes. and despised us and said, what is this thing that he do? Will he rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, the God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But he have no portion, nor right, nor memorial, in Jerusalem. So we sons will, will arise and build. So there's a need for us to rise up. 
and build so that again there can be a shining we we cannot be complacent for the broken walls we cannot permit sambalat and tobias to have their way to laugh last so that's why we're going to pray against all those who are comfortable who want to frustrate the works of god god will frustrate them in jesus name amen, amen. So lastly for going to prayers into uh, prayers to arise is to swear now this is really where we want to be as well isaiah 40 verse 31 what does it tell us it tells us about the fact that you know as we wait on god as we pray the way we pray this morning and the way we always want to do Sorry, can you still hear me? Sorry, just checking. Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, if you look at Isaiah 40, verse 31, you see there where we want to be. Where, because as we trust the Lord, there's a level that goes us to rise and remain there and soar no matter what. He said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall mount out with wings as eagles. To arise is to soar. To arise is to is, is to take advantage like the eagle will do of the storm. Yeah, so storm will come. That's not really the issue. But the issue is that God can make everything work together for our good. God can make us ride the storm. God can make that thing to turn around. The wind can turn in our favor as because if we are with god you know god is able to make us rise up with that in that storm and even soar higher and higher and that's why you know in exodus 19 verse 4 what did god say he said god said i will bear you on my eagle's wings so god is able to carry us to soar to rise that's actually his promise by the way and that's why also in first kings you know in first kings 19 verse 42 what happened you know elijah Elijah sent the word to King Ahab and said, look, King Ahab, there'll be some abundance of rain. And But what happened? He said that while Ahab went to eat and drink, Elijah went to Mount Carmel to pray. You know, as we are praying this morning, and little wonder, when you go to verse 45 to 46 down, you see, Bible says that while Ahab mounted his chariots, Elijah outran him, got to Jezreel. Why? Because he was on the mountain praying while Ahab was eating. So there was a divine energy that gave me flights that caused him to, to arise and arrive as Jesus ahead of yeah. So one of the things that when we rise up with God, God can give us divine speed, can make us go ahead of the competition, can make us go ahead of, of, of you know, perform the norm. And that's my prayer for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Man. So just so just take a few prayer points. Next five minutes, there are plus or minus five, six minutes there about. You know, we've heard some things this morning. You know, I'm trusting God that you know, you know, God's able to, to help us. So first of all, I want to pray that let's just pray about just you know thank the Lord first of all. But He said we should arise, shine. Why? Because the light, our light has come and God's glory. Let's thank God because we are connected to the King of Glory. We are connected to the King of Glory. Let's just thank Him. Yeah. We are connected. We are not on our own. We are to the King of Glory, the King of Lights. He says, the Father of Lights. 
We are connected to the Father of Light. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Be mindful of us. We thank you. Bless you inside. We thank you. Thanks for on your side and on our side. We are grateful. We are ancient of days. We exalt mighty God. We lifted up in the name of Jesus. Only Father in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you are King of Glory. Lord, I thank you because I believe Hebrew 12, 12 says something. It says, Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Say, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. We're going to pray that every weakness, every feeble knee, Lord, come and help us to arise, O Lord. That everywhere we are slumbering, O Lord, every slumbering in my life, every
Cause me to rise against every storm. Cause me not to be swallowed by any storm. Lord, yes, Lord. Lord, help me to mount up, O Lord. As I wait on you, as I as to wait on you, help me to swallow. 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 In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Jesus, mighty name, we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for sending your word to us, O Lord. Father, Lord, we thank you because, O Lord, your mandate for us to arise, shine. Therefore, Lord, because we've heard your word this morning, because of your mercy, we shall arise, we shall shine in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Bless you, sir. Bless you, mighty name. Mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank and bless you for your son. Lord, we ask, O Lord, that your mighty hand be upon him. And Lord, you will cause him to arise and shine in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, arise. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Verse 1 to 3. Arise, shine. 
Not arise and shine. It's arise, shine. So Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. Say, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For who the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning we have been encouraged to arise, shine. So there's a connection between shining and arising. Shining will not happen unless there's a rising up. But more importantly is the fact that there is a reason why we should arise and shine. And we are privileged that already we are amongst those who are permitted to arise, who are permitted to shine. Because why? Say, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Mm. So it is like many of us are not arising to shine, even though we have the conditions to, even though we have been equipped to, even though we have a God who is already on our side. Just like the Israelites, God told them, have we the promised land? It is now yours to go and conquer. You know, yes, there was a time that they were in Egypt, eating hand out. There was a time that they were in the wilderness, you know, having manners. But it came to the time God said, now it's no longer the season of manners. Many of us are no longer babes in Christ. God is saying, here is the promised land. I've given it to you. You go and conquer. So here, the word of God is really said to us, say, arise, shine. Why? See, for your light's already come. The glory is already written upon you. So we have the preconditions to arise and shine. We have the word of God, which is the light of God. We have God himself. And reverse, you know, but go to even first. The, the, the verse 2, it says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross and wood, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, mm-hmm. and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Hallelujah. So, because when God rises upon us, are we ready to reflect that, that light? That's the question this morning. Are we ready to repeat, to cascade that light? Because He's saying that if God has arisen, it is not good enough that we are no longer rising. Mm. And little wonder sometimes when God rises over us and we don't rise, then God cools down as it were. When we don't key into what God wants to do, many times God is, you know, we, we are not in, in God's frequency. We've not tuned ourselves enough to be at the same pace with God. You know, just like when you are marching, like back in the days when you know, we used to march in school. You know, if someone is leading the march, you got to match the pace of leading the march. If you don't, what happens is the right person pays down so that you can catch up with him and all of that. I hope that we are not allowing God to pace down because we are not catching up with him. He said, arise, shine. So that's the mandate we have. And my prayer this morning is that whatever has been, you know, hindering us, 
whatever has been trying to deshine us as we connect with God again this morning, that we will start to rise, you know, Amen. to new heights in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. 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 To rise to new heights in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And that verse 3 says, And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings the brightness of thy rising. So, except we rise, well, many things will not happen. Except we rise, oh, there are many kings of the Gentiles. There are many Gentiles, unbelievers, in our families, outside our family, in our neighborhood, waiting for us to rise. And no wonder the Bible tells us that the endless expectation of the creature is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God mm. and daughters of God. Because our a lot of people's, you know, rising depends on us. He said, and the Gentiles shall come to their light, and kings, they will come toward the brightness of your rising. So as we rise, we become brighter. As we rise and shine, we become brighter. Amen. And then we can also give, transmit light to many people who need the light. Or oh, needless to say that we are living in the, in the world is dark. Needless to say that there's darkness around. Maybe the darkness is even getting worse as the, as, the, as the coming of Jesus approaches. But it is also the fact that God is able to make us shine even brighter. In fact, the Bible says somewhere that, it said, it said where, where, I think it's Romans 5 verse 20. It said, where sin abound, say grace did much more abound. So as we see wickedness, as we see things that, you know, agitate our hearts, it is also the fact that God is able to make grace much more available for us. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. As that wickedness increases, you know, God is also able to make us tune up and say yes. You know, when the, when, when the, when the king, Nebuchadnezzar, when he told the, when he told the, 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 the photo increased the heat upon those three Hebrew children. Oh, and they increased the heat. Oh, I think those children got even happier inside the fire. The, 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 the son of man was with them. It didn't matter. So as darkness step up, God is able to step up with us. God is able to make us match up with Amen. darkness as we arise and as we shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So just a few, about three points, three, four points about, you know, when we say we should arise, what does it really mean? You know, how can we express, you know, what are the things that, you know, need to, to happen to us, you know? So the first one I would look at is what I would say, to arise is to awake. To arise is to awake. You know, I don't know how it is with us, but it is possible that, you know, there are areas in our lives where, you know, there's a need to wake up, as it were. If you look at Isaiah 52, Isaiah 52, verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 52, verse 1 and 2. It says, Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garment, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For henceforth, they shall no more come into thee, the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem, 
Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, so we want to arise. You know, we talk about somebody sleeping, slumbering, who needs to wake up. And one of the messages this morning, Lord wants us to, to take home and pray about is the fact that, yes, we are Zion, we are Jerusalem, but it is possible that there's a slumbering somewhere, there's a sleeping somewhere. And that's why, if you look at that verse 1 of Isaiah 52, that's why you can talk about it, say that, henceforth there shall no more come unto the uncircumcised and the unclean. There's some things that, you know, you as a believer, you, you get worried about or provoked about. There's, that happens um, around us. Sometimes not that you are sinning or something. Maybe in the family, maybe with the children, maybe with the neighborhood. And you just tell yourself, why is this happening around me? Why is this comfortable around me? Like we used to say, that you will never see a fly perch on a hot stove. You know, the same thing with us. Maybe we need to increase our temperature a bit. Maybe we need to sleep less. Maybe we need to wake up a bit more. Maybe we need to be a bit more conscious of some things. Maybe we need to be less permissive of some things. Instead, awake, awake. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Is it possible that Zion, you know, lay down his strength? Is it possible that Zion forgot who he or she is? Is it possible that Zion took things for granted? He said, awake, awake. Say, put on thy strength. Uh, many of us know that except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. So except we have any other source apart from God, we know that really we just need to step up with God in the place of prayer. We need to wake up in the place of righteousness, to wake up, to stand strong in our convictions, in our core values. Ah, every time, everywhere, Satan attacks our values. He attacks the things we stand for. He wants us to go to sleep. He wants us to slumber. But we should not permit that in our lives. So one of the things I'm going to pray about this morning is telling the Lord, the Lord, everywhere I've been permissive, I've been sleeping. Lord, wake me up. Amen. You know, Amen. the Lord will wake us up. The Lord will help us. Amen. You know, Amen. in the name of Jesus. Everywhere we, we are not as sharp as we used to be. He says, shake thyself from the dust. Arise. Are we, you know, what dust is it that is dead in us? He said, we should arise from it. We should not settle for that. He said, arise and sit down, O Jerusalem, and loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of Zion. God forbid that any of us is under any kind of captivity. Amen. You know, he said, O that captive, that means the daughter of Zion can be a captive, can be, can be captured. The son of Zion can be captured. He said, but don't, that is not your destiny. That's not your destination. He said, lose yourself from the bands of the neck. Say, deliver yourself. Don't permit it. 
Don't allow it to, to, to don't normalize it. Don't, don't understand it. You know, those who God understands, uh, you know, we, we just, you know, we we'll, uh, we'll just manage it. Say no. Let's do the minimum. So to arise, you know, even okay. Let, let me let me get this point. I think it's another point that uh, you know I, I wanted to uh, while preparing for this that impressed in my spirit is Genesis twenty-eight verse sixteen. Genesis twenty-eight verse sixteen. Still on this point of you know Genesis twenty-eight verse sixteen. So on this point of the Lord helping us to awake, you know, in the place of the spirit. Uh, so in, in Genesis 28 verse 16, we see what happened with, uh, you know, our patriarch, you know, Jacob. He said, he's talking about when, you know, the, the Jacob slept and the ladder that connected, you know, he slept in Bethel, the house of prayer. And then there was a ladder connected from heaven, you know, you know, you know, and all of that. And verse 3 said, and Jacob awoke out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. See, Jacob awake out of his sleep, out of his slumber. And the, the, the more telling thing here, he says, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. So there was, there was something he did not know. There was something that he, he you know, it, it didn't connect to him that God was there. But thank God he woke up. He said, I did not know that God was here. I did not know that God was here. Yeah. Surprise to him. And it could have consequence sometimes when we don't know what we carry. When we don't know who we are. When we don't know the presence of God that is with us, sometimes you could disadvantage yourself. <clears throat> Jacob woke up from his sleep. He said, God is here and I did not know it. How come I did not know? So we need to ask the Lord to help us to sensitize us to help us not to be asleep in any form amen. in jesus name amen so to arise is to also take a stand and to stand out and that's what we see in first samuel 17 verse 26 to arise is to take a stand is to is to is to stand up for ourselves and for God as well. And that's what we see in that uh, popular story in First Samuel 17. We just read that um, verse, you know, 26. So, uh, you know, so I can get time to pray. And so you look at that story and you look at that young man. Age did not matter here. See, and David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, what shall be done? That's First Samuel 17, 26. Mm -hmm. So I do speak to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine mm -hmm. and take it away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine 
that he should defy the armies of the living God. So David stood out. He arose and stood out for God. Confronted the giants that was intimidating, abusing the God of Israel, reproaching the God of Israel. David said, I cannot take this. Now, at this point already, mind you, David is already anointed. David has something inside him, just like all of us. We have God in us. We are carrying an unction. And David could not stomach this reproach. So he stood up. He rose up. So to arise is to stand up and confront the reproaches. It will be like a giant around trying to reproach the family, reproach the church of God. It's for us to rise up, to take a stand. You know, in, 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 in our conviction, in the place of prayer. So David stood up and said, no. And that's the same thing that happened in 1 Kings 17. Look at verse 1. 1 Kings 17, verse 1. It was still in that time, oh, we had this wicked woman in the land, Jezebel. We had King Ahab in the land. In 1 Kings 17, verse 1, said, And Elijah the Tishbat, who was the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto her, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before we must stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. He said, Before whom I stand. If you stand with God, you can stand against anybody. If you stand with God properly. And he rose up because why? The worship of Baal was in the land. There was a reproach in the land. Jezebel has, you know, planted the worship of Baal in the land with the king, supported. And Elisha stood with God enough on the God permitted him. And he went out and gave a decree. So he rose up. So what reproach is around? How do we perceive the country? Oh, we are in Ireland. How comfortable are we with the society, with the godlessness, with Sodomy, all of those things that happen to Arise is to take a stand for God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And again, to take a stand, we want two more things. To arise is to build. And we see this in Nehemiah chapter 2. To, to, to arise is not to uh, permit ruination. It's not to, to stand by while things are falling apart. So there was this uh, brother Neymar who could not stomach things falling apart. He saw the walls of Jerusalem, they were down. And Neymar could not stomach it. And many of us need to rise up. You know, sometimes in the home, somebody says, my husband, my husband is the leader, he should take control. Some people say, well, you know me, I'm very busy, my wife coordinates things, and things are falling apart. The walls are broken down. The Bible says that if the edge is broken, serpent will strike. You know, walls, you know, controls are no longer there. And nothing is 
you know, things appear to be falling apart. Nehemiah could not stand it. In Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 17 to 20, I'll just quickly read it. Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem light wastes, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that we had spoken unto me, that he had spoken unto me. And he said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. But when Sambalat, the Horonites, and Tobiah, the servant, the Ammonites, and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it, they loved us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this thing that he do? Will he rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. But they have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Say, so we, his servants, will, will arise and build. So there's a need for us to rise up and build so that again, there can be a shining. We, we cannot be complacent for the broken walls. We cannot permit Sambalat and Tobias to have their way, to laugh last. So that's why we're going to pray against all those who are comfortable, who want to frustrate the works of God. Go frustrate them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So lastly, for going to prayers, into uh, prayers, to arise is to soar. Now, this is really where we want to be as well. Isaiah 40, verse 31. What does it tell us? It tells us about the fact that, you know, as we wait on God, as we pray the way we pray this morning and the way we always want to do. Sorry, can you still hear me? Sorry, just checking. Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, if you look at Isaiah 40, verse 31, you see there where we want to be. Where, because as we trust the Lord, there's a level that goes us to rise and remain there and soar no matter what. He said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. To arise is to soar. To arise is to is, is to take advantage, like the eagle will do, of the storm. Yeah, so storm will come. That's not really the issue. But the issue is that God can make everything work together for our good. God can make us ride the storm. God can make that thing to turn around. The wind can turn in our favor. As because if we are with God, you know, God is able to make us rise up with that wind, that storm, and even soar higher. And higher, and that's why you know in Exodus 19, verse 4, what did God say? He said, God said, I will bear you on my eagle's wings. So God is able to carry us to soar, to rise. That's actually his promise, by the way. And that's why also in first Kings, you know, in First Kings 19, verse 42, what happened? You know, Elijah, Elijah sent the word to King Ahab and said, Look, King Ahab, there'll be some abundance of rain. And, but what happened? He said that while they have went to eat and drink, Elijah went to Mount Carmel to pray. 
you know, as you are praying this morning, and little wonder, when you go to verse 45 to 46 down, you see, Bible says that while Ahab mounted his chariots, Elijah outran him, got to Jezreel. Why? Because he was on the mountain praying while Ahab was eating. So there was a divine energy that gave him a flight that caused him to, to arise and arrive at Jezreel ahead of Ahab. So one of the things that when we rise up with God, God can give us divine strength, can make us go ahead of the competition, can make us go ahead of, of, of you know, outperform the norm. And that's my prayer for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, just, so just take a few prayer points. Next five minutes, there are plus or minus five, six minutes there about. You know, we've heard some things this morning. You know, I'm trusting God that, you know, you know, God's able to, to help us. So first of all, I want to pray that let's just, help us just, you know, thank the Lord first of all. God, he said we should arise, shine. Why? Because the light, our light has come and God's glory. Let's thank God because we are connected to the King of Glory. We are connected to the King of Glory. Let's just thank Him. We are connected. We are not on our own. We are connected to the King of Glory, the King of Light. You see, the Father of Light. We are connected to the Father of Light. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Be mindful of us. We thank you. Bless you. We thank you. Yes, we are still on your side. We are still on our side. We are grateful, Lord. Ancient of years, exalted, mighty God, lifted up in the name of you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, because you are the King of Glory. Lord, I thank you because I belong to you. Lord, I give you praise and I appreciate you. Lord, I exalt you and give
you know, which was already affecting the children of Israel. But Elijah stood up and said, no, this should not continue. I want us to pray against every idolatry, even in our land here, in the country of Ireland. Every, every form of religion that is forming, resisting the gospel. Let's pray Let's pray again. Let's take a stand and say, Lord, we come against every such powers, every such spell in the gospel in the land of